Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this HR Chat interview, we're going to hear from Melanie Judette, President at the Canada Gallagher Benefit Services Group, about the Canadian Trends Tour happening across Canada at the moment. The sessions discuss key elements of maintaining employer competitiveness and effectively managing organizational well-being, which helps match company vision with strategy to build a successful future. As the first national president for Gallagher Benefit Services, Melanie brings nearly 20 years of experience from several national insurers and consulting firms. She leads a strong team of more than 250 benefits, pension and human resources consultants across the country. In her role, Melanie is responsible for expanding the division's capabilities throughout Canada. She focuses on developing the business in four key areas, including organic growth, mergers and acquisition, productivity, and the Gallica culture. Mel, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Bill. So beyond my wee introduction there, Melanie, please introduce yourself a bit more. Tell our listeners more about yourself, your career background, and your role at Gallica Benefit Services Canada. Well, Bill, this conversation today is uh, particularly uh, important to me uh, because my career really started as a a business owner uh, and an entrepreneur and and someone who uh, built a business uh, to a good size and and managed myself many of the challenges that we're going to talk about today uh, that are the topic of the Trends Tour uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, So my background started in the benefits and pension space uh, as a a business owner myself. And I merged in with Gallagher four years ago and have the great pleasure today of leading our team across Canada. Let's get into uh, some of the details. And what what is the Canadian Trends Tour and why you produce the series? Well, it's a great question. Uh, Gallagher produces each year with uh, the help of our client uh, and prospect partners across the country in terms of feeding data into what is one of the country's largest benefits retirement uh, and HR-related benchmarking survey. And when we collect that data, we feel it's really important to share back the key results and trends with our colleagues in the marketplace. And this tour allows us to get into different geographical areas and speak not only to what may apply on a national basis, what what may apply to folks in various regions across Canada as they do uh, employee and talent planning. Um, Certainly one of the things that, that came out loud and clear in the survey this year was the fact that attracting, retaining, and engaging employees remains the number one priority of employers, and this data is really helpful in terms of the planning that uh, companies need in order to do that. Perfect. Thank you very much. And as we record this interview today, ladies and gentlemen, in um, mid-September, we've got, I think, six events coming up uh, in Calgary, in London, Ontario, in Toronto, in Winnipeg, in Ottawa, and in Sudbury, which is where my beagle is from. Sudbury, love this. Um, so you guys are <laughs> you guys are really going to be uh, everywhere. What, what, are, what are some of the key topics that you think will be most impactful for employers who attend the sessions? Well, I, I think the fact that we're so focused on the war for talent and uh, in order to win that war, 
as I said, attract, retain, but most importantly, engage the people that we have. It, you know, we can put a lot of effort into recruiting, but if, if we don't keep those uh, key talents, uh, then we're just not going to meet our business objectives. And some of the trends that came out of the survey this year really reinforce that, uh, that with attracting and retaining be the greatest priority, sitting right along beside that is the focus on continuing to manage cost and risk. Uh, and despite that, one of the interesting trends that did come out is that there there is cost pressure, but in order to get at engagement, employers are prepared to invest in benefit expansion over the couple, next uh, couple of months and into the next year. Uh, and that's really in order to increase the overall appeal uh, of their total rewards program. Um, where are we going to see that investment? Well, it's, it's going to be predominantly a non-core benefit, so maybe more ancillary uh, type of opportunities, and one of those uh, being well-being. Uh, about 34% of the respondents in the survey indicated that they plan to invest in their well-being strategy over the next year or so, and that includes things like investment in uh, paid time off, uh, additional flex days, and really getting at the desire uh, for work-life balance within their employee group. Um, the growth will probably be modest. Uh, but I think it is uh, certainly uh, a progression from what we've seen in the data in years past. Uh, in fact, two out of five employers uh, that don't have a strategy today around well-being um, plan to have one implemented by 2021. So that, that I think, is uh, important because organizational well-being, um, in our estimation, is really what drives business success. Uh, and if we haven't gotten at keeping our people well, uh, that we're going to struggle to be able to reach our financial goals. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, and are you able to offer uh, any more insights in, into some of the reasons why uh, uh, benefits might be so important at the moment? Um, so uh, is that maybe connected to the the continued onset of millennials and, and Gen Zs? into the workforce I, I, have you have you guys attracted any data in terms of those demographics and and, and who uh who, who is most interested in getting i don't know gym memberships or uh, care for their children or in, in addition to the traditional benefits and 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 I, I guess the other part of this is i'm i'm, I'm assuming that a big factor is top talent uh, uh <laughs> has more choices right now than uh, in the last few years for sure yeah, I think that's really fair to say. We've, as everyone on uh, that's listening to the podcast knows, we've got five generations in the workplace right now, all with possibly different and maybe competing interests as it relates to the their total rewards in a desire for a degree of personalization. And one of the ways that employers are starting to get at that more and more is through things like engagement survey work. Um, we found in, in the study that about 35% of organizations uh, are using that kind of a tool so they can get at exactly what you just described, which is different needs by generation uh, or career stage or even by career types. And what can we do in the context of a benefits, retirement, uh, or total reward strategy in order to get at the needs of those different folks. But in the absence of data around what that looks like for each of our own organizations, uh, that can be difficult uh, to do and plan successfully for. Okay, I'm going to pick your brains more about uh, the, the data and the benchmarking, the benchmarking shortly. Just before then, though, who would you say would benefit the most from attending the Canadian Trends Talk? 
Well, I think the folks who are responsible for overall business strategy, uh, certainly human resources professionals uh, of, of all uh, career stage, uh, those involved in compensation planning, uh, and no question financial leaders would definitely benefit from attending. I, I think attendees are going to discover you know, how they can get ahead of business challenges and, and improve their competitive position by understanding and realizing not only what the trends are, but where they sit relative to some of those and where their opportunities are. Um, the information we'll be sharing is really going to allow all of those folks to contribute to the business, realizing its goals. Uh, while getting at that engagement with their employees piece. Um, we're also going to explore some actionable steps uh, based on our tools that align with maybe specific benefit solutions uh, and uh, getting more specific around things like salary planning and what they can expect in terms of uh, cost pressures in the coming year. Okay, so for, the, for those leaders out there who are, who are thinking about uh, coming along, why why the data that comes from Gallagher's Canadian Benefits Strategy and, and Benchmarking Survey, and and also the the, the salary planning survey? What, what why why is that data so so impressive? You're, you're talking about national benchmarking data and trends. Mm -hmm. So where, where does that data come from, and how do those employers use the data to help meet their business objectives? Yeah, that's a great question, Bill, because we want to make sure that if we are referencing data that is valid and meaningful, uh, and uh, there's no question that as the largest benefits and retirement survey in Canada, uh, that we can bring uh, that real data impact to the conversation. Um, it, it is a function of uh, over 500 participating organizations uh, across more than 20 industries with a broad range of employer sizes. Um, you know, let's call it about 30% or so with less than 50 employees, which uh, in fact represents a huge part of the Canadian marketplace. And, and there's been a historically a real data gap for those smaller organizations to tap into. And this is a great opportunity for them to understand their competitive position in the market. About 50% of the respondents are between 50 and almost 500 employees and about 17% greater than 500. And again, I think that's a really nice representation of what uh, the business environment looks like in Canada from a size perspective. Um, on the salary planning survey, uh, we have over 300 participants, so some nice, meaningful representation from both across Canada geographically uh, and, again, across sectors. The data itself uh, represents over 130 questions on the benefits and retirement and well-being survey. Uh, so plan sponsors and employers can go deep and wide as it relates to evaluating uh, both different planning opportunities and perhaps some risks that they have inside of their programs today. Up to 130 questions. Gosh, wow. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an investment, but I, I will say that once you have populated those questions year over year, uh, the participants in the survey have the benefit of a, a pre-populated uh, survey deck in the year following where they really need to just get at changes. So uh, though a little bit of investment on the front end, uh, it's certainly worthwhile for our participants and, and we hope to continue to, to grow that group uh, over the coming years uh, to, to make the data more and more meaningful. So a little bit of heavy lifting at the front end, but great benefit uh, when you're able to participate in those results. There we go, ladies and gentlemen, that's exactly why you should attend. So uh, <laughs> last year, the, the, the top trends included drug management, enhancing programs and flexibility. What, what can we expect to see this year? 
Yeah, I think there's some similarities between last year's and this year's trends, although as I, I referenced earlier, um, the, the top concerns and challenges that employers have really are uh, focused on the employee experience uh, and the engagement of those employees. Costs remain, of course, high on people's uh, minds, high cost drugs, no question, uh, being one of those. Uh, and there's there's still a lot of work uh, being done as it relates to, to managing those within plans. We don't want to take our eye off of that. Um, certainly one of the things that's reinforced uh, year over year for us is Canadian employers' commitment uh, to providing supplementary and additional health care and drug coverage. Uh, we really haven't seen a, a lot of uh, movement or, or, in fact, any decrease in a commitment to paying at, at a minimum an 80% uh, coinsurance on things like prescription drugs in the market, despite those high cost uh, pressures and, and really employers looking for other control measures that they might be able to deploy. And, and frankly, bringing it back to that whole well-being conversation and should we be investing um, at the front end of the, the well-being life cycle as, as opposed to on the back end uh, when we're talking about things like drug costs and disability. One other key thing that has come out and that we're starting to see a bit of a migration on is how we as employers communicate the value proposition that we've worked so hard to create. Uh, in our commitment to communication historically has been quite low, um, both from an investment and a time perspective. Uh, in that, I think, is, is a, a great opportunity for employers. We've seen just a little bit of movement there uh, with about 37% of employers thinking that they communicate effectively with their employees as it relates to total rewards. Uh, but really only 14% uh, are communicating about these programs more than once a year. Though that is an, a, an improvement from last year where that number was just 9%. Uh, in you know, I think that's where we have an opportunity and we're seeing a little bit of migration towards commitment here, but I think the report reinforces again that we should be investing in communicating uh, this really important value that we're bringing to our employees, which ultimately results in that engagement and retention we so badly need. Two more questions for you before we wrap up for today. Uh, Firstly, and, and uh, apologies to our non-Canadian listeners, uh, this is a very Canada-focused episode today. Uh, benefit plans and trends can be dependent on the regulations and industry of the particular Canadian province, of course. So uh, what's the benefit of doing a national tour? Well, I think a lot of the trends that I've talked about would be consistently applied across all provinces, though you're right, Bill, there are no question within certain provinces, legislative considerations. And one that pops to mind is as it relates to Ontario and Quebec and the pay equity legislation that exists there. Uh, so when we're talking about our salary survey work, uh, one of the considerations that employers that operate in those provinces need to have is, are they aligning with the pay equity requirements within the province? Uh, and if not, what kind of work are they doing to get there? And of course, this applies to uh, some of our federally regulated employers right across Canada. But certainly uh, the folks listening from Ontario and Quebec, uh, if we want to talk about a, a province-specific requirement, that's one that's front of mind for folks uh, in the total rewards conversation. Very briefly, run through the, the, those different cities where you guys will be again, um, and, uh, and any dates that you do, and, and how, can they, how can they learn more about Gallagher? 
Yeah, you bet. We're visiting six cities over a two-week period, uh, and we're really looking forward to it. We're going to be spending half a day in the mornings uh, with our friends across Canada talking about trends in Calgary, in Winnipeg, uh, Toronto, London, Ontario, Ottawa, and Sudbury. And those begin uh, the last week of September and run into the beginning of October. And if you'd like to learn more about either the Trends Tour uh, or about Gallagher itself, uh, you can find more information about us at ajg.com, and there'll be guidance once you get to the landing page about finding uh, the Canadian uh, part of our website, uh, and there'll be more information there. Um, If you can't uh, get what you need there, uh, certainly I'm happy to have you to reach out to any one of uh, my 250 colleagues across Canada, uh, and we will happily get you the information you need to attend. And to just build on one um, note that you may Bill, we will be recording one of the sessions. Uh, so if there are folks listening uh, from outside of Canada, uh, but you have perhaps have operations in Canada or might be expanding into it, we will have a recording available of it um, and would be very happy to share that with you uh, upon request. And those listeners of this show who are in Toronto, you can also check out the details for the Toronto part of the tour at the Innovate Work Meetup Group. Uh, and I think the the general URL to find out information about all of those events and to register is gbs.ajg.com forward slash Canada hyphen tour. There we go. So that just leaves me to say for today, Melanie, thank you very much for being a guest on the HR Chat Show. Oh, it's my great pleasure. We look forward to seeing you uh, out there, Bill, and in also our listeners. We appreciate the opportunity. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. 